Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a screenwriter in Los Angeles. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, also a screenwriter in Los Angeles and the 16th president of the United States. Uh, This used to be a podcast about myself, uh, a modern millennial, and Abraham Lincoln, of course, the return spirit of Abraham Lincoln, one of our great presidents, uh, talking about uh, politics and history. But then, during the pandemic... We realized it was time to pursue our dreams, and now it is a podcast about making movies in Hollywood. Abe, how was your week? Another beautiful week out here in Hollywood, California. Lovely, lovely weather. Uh, Just you and I. Well, the weather was lovely. The, you know, the the people, the environment, everything, all of it was lovely. But we, we hit a bit of a wall this week. Is that fair to say? Unfortunately, yes. It is fair to say. So, as you know, we're gearing up for this table read, which I think is going to be in about a month now. Yeah. And we're really excited. We're going to bring as much content to you as we can in the meantime and of the actual table read, where we get mm. to read our screenplay aloud with real actors for the real producers and our director, Michael Bay. And he might be Sir Michael Bay. Has he been knighted? He might. I, I imagine he's been knighted. I think we should start just calling him uh, Sir. Yes. Yeah. So Sir Michael Bay, he will be also uh, there. So, yeah, we're really excited for this. But unfortunately, you know, the studio gives feedback, gives notes on your script all the way up until it's actually released. Sometimes even after it's released, you have to edit the final cut. And at this point, they gave us a note that we're really just kind of struggling to incorporate yeah so if you've been out there and you've been thinking like man it feels like these guys have been talking about this table read for like months are they just being lazy and they're not like organizing something on the back end to make the table read thing come to fruition no that's not it at all it's been these notes and stuff like and like finishing the script to a point where we we are ready for the table read that's what it is not the other thing because we want the table read to be really good and so we don't want to rush into the table read and also you know it depends a lot on michael bay's availability he's always yeah busy with stuff so anyway the studio has asked that we revise one of our scenes because it takes place at a uh, blaze pizza mm-hmm. and they feel like it would be an unnecessary kind of tie-in or conflicts because well you know, we used to have a lot of scenes that took place at the Blaze Pizza because the Blaze Pizza was really good to me and Timothy when we needed a place to go when we right. first moved out to Los Angeles and we were basically looking for a roof over our heads. So we wanted to reward Blaze Pizza, and the studio kept trimming out all these scenes we had that took place at a Blaze Pizza, and we finally had just one in there. And they got back to us this week and said, no, you absolutely can't have this scene it's what they say. They said, Hey, Tim and Abe, uh, we didn't realize you were serious about leaving in any of these blaze pizza scenes. We thought they were just a joke. Please make sure you mm-hmm. remove them. To be honest, they read like infomercials for blaze pizza, which is not something we're comfortable with. Okay. So which like, what, what was the joke? If they thought it was a joke, what was the joke there? Yeah. That we were trying to, the, the blaze pizza offers great, pizza at a value at a wonderful price given the inflationary environment we live in no that's not a joke where's the joke it's not a joke that blaze pizza didn't care that two people could come in order one pizza and share it over the course of eight hours and get a fountain drink yeah you know 
That was what's the what's the joke? Fresh toppings? That's not a joke to me. Yeah, the joke is that you get three toppings and then you get ex you could pay extra for more toppings, but you don't have to yeah. necessarily pay extra for more cheese if you ask for a little more cheese. So, Blaze just is great. And oh, I guess we're the problem because we wanted to have a scene in there that mentioned how great Blaze Pizza was. Right. And listen. This kind of stuff happens all the time in Hollywood where you're wheeling dealing and we were, I think we were talking to a manager at that Blaze Pizza when we were at a low point and we were saying like, if you just give us, you know, pizza with three toppings and you just let us sleep back in the, like in the employee break room, we'll give you like a part in this movie, we'll write Blaze Pizza into it and the manager may have agreed to that without kind of like going up the ladder with that stuff and that's fine like that should be okay we don't care like we'll rewrite it whatever but we were trying to do a nice thing and i guess you know that's not something you're allowed to do in hollywood be nice not yeah it's dog eat dog out here and so they've asked us to cut the scene that takes place at the blaze pizza they said it wasn't crucial you know what i guess the plot and the story and the character developments all still work if you cut this scene out Mm-hmm. But what's really hard is they've asked us to rename the character that we named Blaze Pizza, who was going to be part of the group of heroes. And that's what right. we're struggling with. And this is just a classic example of writer's block, where you someone asks you to cut a, a character and you can't think of another name. This is classic, typical writer's block stuff. So we're suffering through it and we're trying to... We're trying to, you know, make our way through as writers, but we figured we'd talk to you all about what it's like to get through writer's block. Yeah, because honestly, this isn't something we've ever really had to deal with before. Our writing never comes so easily to us. We've written pages and pages and pages since we've been in California, and it's just frustrating that now at the finish line, you know, we're, we're suddenly like, we're, we're tapped. We're out of juice. Yeah. I mean, some people have given us notes about writer's block. Like, we'll turn in a script to someone and they'll be like, oh, did you get writer's block and not finish this? Because there's not really a third act here. And we say, yes, there is. What are you talking about? And we say, you don't understand screenplays. You don't understand movies. You don't understand You don't how get to read. our script. You're dumb. You're stupid. You don't know anything about writing. We yeah. should have never asked you. Clearly, you're not capable shut up yeah yeah but yeah this is the first time we've really kind of suffered let me just throw one out there okay i'm gonna clear my mind falcon falcon man no it's too much like the falcon right yeah because there's the falcon and the winter soldier yeah okay okay how about this one okay dead strike um I think it's closer. It's a little bit like Deadpool and uh, oh, what's the guy's name from DC, right? Just something Strike? Death, Death, Death Strike? Uh, I, I don't think we can use that one, man. It's a, It was a valiant effort, though. Is there a Death Strike? No, there's like a... Who's the guy that fights the Teen Titans? Is it Deadshot? No, I mean, he might fight the Teen Titans. Will Smith's character, that's who you're talking about? Deathstroke? Yeah, so it's death. I think stroke. it's death stroke. Yeah. Well, this is so dead that's... strike. That's different. I think it just might be a little. I think it might be a little too similar. All right. Let's 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 zoom out a little bit. 
and go macro with this. Uh, I want to talk just as a writer about the things I've been doing to try and free up my mind a little bit uh, to get past this writer's block. Um, I, I've been trying to follow like my typical, you know, uh, protocol, my typical daily habits as a writer. I wake up and I look in the mirror and I say, you ain't shit. You suck. Your writing sucks. I hate you. Nothing. You're not good at anything. No one loves you. You're a fraud. And I do that for roughly 45 minutes. Soon as I get up, I don't get coffee. I don't get water. And then by the end of it, I hate the person that I see in the mirror. And anytime I catch a reflection of myself, I'm trying to beat them with my writing for the rest of the day. And I've had some people say, you know, that's maybe a little intense. You don't have to do that. But it. listen, I am where I am now because I hate that guy. So I'm not going to give that up at this point. You've got to have an adversary. That's... yeah like a rule of writing not just in the actual thing you're writing but in but in your life yeah 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 and uh you know there's the old adage of if you have third act problems which is where this scene lot uh was right and it was like right at the beginning of the third act right so if you have third act problems you actually have first act problems and i took a look at the script again and i thought okay i'm gonna interpret this that that adage that note to mean like, well, I guess we're missing something in the first act. And Abe, you know this. I sent you a couple of drafts where I added in more sex scenes at the beginning of act one. You did, yeah. There were a couple of sex it, yeah. scenes. One of them was a flashback of the sensitive with his wife. And then another one was a flashback of the sensitive with his mistress. And then it was yeah. his wife walking in on him and his mistress and him mm-hmm. trying to explain that this is like a one-time thing. And then him trying to talk his wife into joining him and his mistress and then Correct. there's like a seed of them all three trying it, but it gets too awkward. And so yeah. then that becomes the ultimate reason why the wife leaves the Sentinel. And mm-hmm. the Sentinel's kind of haunted by that. And I was like, this is really interesting, but I just don't think it fits our story because th- like this is a lot of time to spend with someone who's not the titular character. And it, uh. I guess so. Yeah, I I think we still maybe don't see eye to eye on that because I he's a co-lead, but whatever. Um, but it didn't solve the my fix didn't solve the problem of what is this person's name? It's not Blaze Pizza. It's something else. You know, right? That was true. Yeah. I was like, well, this is really productive. You really wrote a lot of pages into this. This is really good. It probably bumped it up close to Snyder cut length, like four four. Four hours and 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah, because there's this whole, like, kind of sexual awakening plot line of the Sentinel. He, like, is going to different BDSM clubs. Yeah. And just trying to figure out what his own sexuality really is. Right. You know, and... And there was this scene in the chiropractor's office where he's just like, my chiropractor is just a hot guy. Like, what do I do with that fact, with my sexuality? Am I attracted to him, or is it just, like... Or is it just a thing I live with? Yeah. It was a wonderful internal monologue that you wrote out yeah and i do think it took a lot of um yeah you know it, it was it took a lot of effort but it doesn't help us solve this blaze no pizza name thing and so the thing is is that you know my writing process is a little different than timothy instead of first thing in the morning i like to do i like to do everything else first and i tell mm. myself okay i have to write x number of pages today but first i'm gonna do every single thing 
that I, ha- right. I can think of. And then I let the 10 pages kind of just kind of weigh me down and ruin everything else I have to do the rest of the day so that I make sure, like, okay, it's like 11.50. Now I've really got to write these things, and I've had a terrible day because I've, like, not been writing. And then I <laughs> write the things, and it's a way to force myself to write because, you know, you were saying you got to have, you know, you, you, give, you kind of give yourself an enemy. Um, I think I give myself a deadline. And I just hold myself to that deadline. I'm very accountable to it. So accountable that I'm thinking about it constantly and that basically all my writing is just a way to serve that uh, that kind of thing I've put off all day. Right, for sure. And then your writing, I let me give you a little compliment here. Your writing is very influenced by the various chores you did throughout the day to distract yourself from writing. So there's a lot of scenes where Metalhead is like uh, taking out recycling, like one bag at a time, or like like calling to pay a bill uh, to like, uh, you know, a landscaper or something like that. And it's cool stuff you don't normally see in a superhero movie. Well, thanks, Timothy. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, the studio kind of felt that was the exact reason we should cut those things. Right. But it did help us write a lot of pages, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just clear our minds. Let's do. Let's let's give it another shot, okay? Okay. Cowboy killer. Cowboy killer. Does he kill cowboys though? No, no, not it. There aren't any cowboys in the movie. Okay. Okay. What? Did I'm gonna scrap. No, okay. Let's scrap that one. Okay. Let's. How about this one? Okay. The Cardinal. I don't mind it. Um, especially if we could tie religion into it at all. It sounds a little bit like the Sentinel is my only problem. And the Sentinel is such a huge part of the universe we're creating. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably... Um, well, I think the religion thing is probably what thing we don't want to go near. So, Yeah, the second note I gave, though, about it being kind of close to the sentinel and him being a huge part of the franchise is important though too so um but yeah folks this is i I remember hearing uh you know we used to go to these like symposiums and like speeches here when we first got here to la by screenwriters and i remember one of them saying um if you have writer's block. You actually just have to unwind your story and see where the where the real problem is. I guess the problem is that our character sets up other heroes with like pizza in like a Chipotle style format in such a short amount of time that the other heroes like remark on it and they're like, "Wow, I didn't expect fresh pizza to come out this fast." I can't believe it only took 3 minutes for you to oven fry a pizza. Yeah, I love the taste of delicious wood f- wood fired pizza stoves. Wonderful consistency in the crust; it gives yeah. it a really nice roasted texture. Like during the final battle, I think the character we used to call Blaze Pizza like punches someone, and another hero is like, "That punch was as strong as the taste of the- your buffalo mozzarella." Yeah. So it's kind of unwinding that stuff. Do you know what I mean? We might have gone just... We might not have done enough to really thank Blaze Pizza now that I hear all these things. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, Timothy, I don't know. Maybe if that's the problem with the story, maybe we just need to cut this character. and Let's then, cut it. And let's put a title screen at the end of the film that said, this movie is dedicated to the brave fighters of, play, of Blaze Pizza. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Maybe it's like Metalhead and Sentinel are like back-to-back like holding their fists up, and, and it's uh, a tribute to the men and women of Blaze Pizza. I love that. I think that's a great idea. Yes, uh, I, I think um, I think I, I'm in for that. I, I think I think that's all we can really hope for because otherwise, I just don't think it works. And I'm glad that we didn't end up naming a character who's always like give handing out pizzas and making pizza related puns. I'm glad we didn't end up naming him like the Cardinal or, um, you know. Yeah, that would that would have been confusing to some viewers now that i think about it a little or bit cowboy killer if he was just called <laughs> cowboy killer and he was just right. always like just you know talking about his pizzas his, and the affordability of it all and the deals you can get through the app yeah. and how staff assemble a pizza down a service line based on customer instructions you know right. it wouldn't make sense if he was just also and also called the cowboy killer right Right. To hear a character called Cowboy Killer talk about how prices might not be quite what they are in the menu because of supply chain issues, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well. So, folks, that's how you do it. We cut the character. The script is saved. And you just got to communicate with your screenwriting partner about these things. And, you know, don't don't treat any one part of your story as too holy. This is the... This is the takeaway for writer's block. Nothing is too important to make you get blocked. If you're having trouble, just cut it. Just cut it. If you can't write the thing, then you can't write the thing. So just, oh, well. If you got one scene out of like 12 where your romantic uh, uh, leads aren't really, it's just not working, cut the whole romance part of your script. You know, just cut it out of there. See ya. It feels good, man. I feel like we're really teaching some some, some valuable to people. Oh, and, and try all of our exercises about like distracting yourself and um, truly hating the person you see in the mirror before you start writing. All right, listeners, if you have any other tips on how to solve writer's block, I'd really love to hear them. I doubt you do. Yeah, but email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Abe, any last thoughts? No, I just wanted to, again, I don't know, see if you wanted to go get some Blaze pizza. Yeah, I, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, do you do the spicy um, marinara sauce, or do you go regular and then do spicy toppings? I just do regular, and then I do okay. I do regular toppings as well. Oh, so no spice because I did spicy sauce and spicy toppings and it was too much, man. Hmm. Yeah, and I love I love Blaze Pizza, but it was too much. There is something known as too much of a good thing. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, also, email us your uh, Blaze Pizza topping suggestions. Okay, we'll see you next time on Fifteen Minutes with Lincoln.